When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 491. Five Things You Need to Know About Joint Health by John Romanello of romanfitnesssystems.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey, it's Monday again. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs, all for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more. This is just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors. And then on Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. It's Monday, so let's start the week off with something inspirational. Quote, the person who says it cannot be done should not interrupt the person doing it. Anonymous. Now that you're all pumped, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Five Things You Need to Know About Joint Health by John Romanello of romanfitnesssystems.com. Let's get the easy part out of the way. I'm currently smart, and I got that by being stupid. Sure, my current level of fitness knowledge is certainly quite high, but like anyone else, I started out a bit green. Which is to say, like most guys, I was paying a bit too much attention to getting bigger, faster, and stronger, and not really enough to the less cool aspects of training. The boring stuff like health, soft tissue quality, mobility, and joint care. When I was 23, I tore my meniscus, which is a chunk of cartilage in the knee, in probably the lamest way possible, playing paintball. Not that paintball is uncool, but after years of putting my body through the rigors of varsity sports, intense training, and 500-pound squats, it was a little ignominious. I simply twisted the wrong way at a friend's paintball gathering, and down I went like a heap. Now, while I'll say for a 23-year-old I was certainly training intelligently, I wasn't doing all the other stuff I should have. Not much in the way of stretching or foam rolling, no dedicated days for massage or other therapy. Instead, I just put my body through the abuse and managed to thrive in spite of myself. Fast forward five years later, and I've certainly learned my lessons. Over the past half decade, I've really geared my training in a much more rounded way, and I have a huge focus on recovery and prevention. However, even though I now do almost everything quote-unquote right, 
sometimes my body is still the victim of itself. Being as strong as I am, my muscles sometimes are a bit more capable than the body parts to which they're attached. And despite how careful I am, I still wind up with the occasional injury or joint issue. A point of fact, for the last 14 months, I've been dealing with severe elbow pain in the form of medial epicondylitis or interior tendonitis. And let me tell you, it sucks. I haven't been able to get rid of it and not for lack of trying. I've seen a doctor, an active release guy, and even an acupuncturist. After getting poked and prodded and having needles, some of which were hooked up to a battery, jammed in my joints, I'd pretty much resigned myself to the fact that this wasn't going away anytime soon. For about five months, I trained around it, avoided heavy pressing, and watched my triceps shrink from the lack of stimulation. In May of last year, I was fortunate enough to attend a seminar with Joel Marlin where he introduced me to Dr. Kareem, physical therapist and trainer who takes a pretty unique approach. Over the course of the last eight or so months, Kareem has been working on my elbow and my neck where it turns out the problem originates and has really helped reduce the pain to a degree I never thought possible. While I won't claim to be pain-free, the guy's a doctor, not a level five cleric who wields a mace of disruption and turns undead while calling down Helm's blessing, but can actually train hard again and he's giving me a new outlook on joint care. Anyway, as often happens during the course of care, Dr. K has also become a really good friend. I posted a video of him abusing my elbow and giving a really cool description of what's been going on in my arm. To be honest, that session was a bit less painful than they used to be, and is certainly less painful than attempting to train this same elbow a few months back. Small price to pay for regaining the use of my right arm, I should say. Now, I just want to quickly cover a few points about joint health and healing that you need to consider. Point number one, it's not always an acute injury. The big issue with joint problems is that they can sneak up on you. If you're not very mindful of what feels right and wrong, and if you don't know what to look for, you'll get an injury seemingly out of the blue. Wrist problems are one example. A slight twinge can become crippling without there ever being an event, a memorable injury that you can point to when you eventually need to see a professional. And sometimes, as in my case, it's something as simple as a strength imbalance that can create an issue. This is one reason why training for symmetry ain't all about looks. Well, it's partly about looks. Point number two, if your joints aren't functioning properly, you can't train properly. No, your joints aren't sexy. They aren't abs, bis, or calves. They're hidden under the skin and they crack and pop when you're trying to quietly walk downstairs. But consider this a life lesson. Beauty isn't always on the outside. Or, less succinctly, functionality and longevity aren't always on the outside. Your joints are a crucial yet unseen part of not just your strength training and bodybuilding gains, but your overall health. If your joints aren't functioning properly, you can't train properly. If you can't do that, you simply can't make progress, period. Point number three, don't train around the injury. Even if you're capable of training, quote unquote, around the injury or issue for a while, you have to consider what that's going to do to you over the long run. Over time, you'll develop what we call compensation patterns, which can be as simple as developing a muscle you're not targeting to as complicated as totally screwing up your recruitment patterns and not being able to develop at all. Point number four, joint inflammation affects blood flow. If you create swelling like tendonitis or even muscular swelling, blood flow can be compromised, which limits all facets of fitness, cardiovascular fitness, obviously, but strength as well. 
If blood can't get to the right places at the right speed, your muscles and bones aren't getting the optimal amount of nutrients from your blood. Limited blood flow also greatly reduces your ability to generate force, but will hinder the training effect and the amount of microtrauma you're able to create. Building on that, limited blood flow is also going to severely impede your recovery ability for the reasons I just mentioned. This will cause both your training and recovery to basically be crazy. I had to deal with this for five months, so please don't be like me. And lastly, point number five. It hurts. A lot. Period. You just listened to the post titled, Five Things You Need to Know About Joint Health by John Romanello of romanfitnesssystems.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I could absolutely relate to John's story. I had tendonitis in my left elbow. This actually happened when I was trying to lift too heavy during a bench press. It got much worse when I decided to ignore it and continue doing heavy benches, chest flies, tricep extensions, you know, all the things that would aggravate that very elbow. And sure enough, the pain got so severe, I had to stop altogether. And you know, I always talk about consistency, how important that is. Well, I wasn't able to be consistent and it definitely affected my results. And just as John mentioned, my left tricep was so much smaller than my right because I would just train around it. Luckily for me, the damage wasn't extensive. So a combination of ice and heat and some anti-inflammatories and I was good to go, but it did take a couple of weeks. But again, I was lucky. Had I continued to ignore the pain, it could have gotten a lot worse. All right, that'll do it from me for today. I hope you have a great rest of your Monday. I'll be back here tomorrow, as always, where your optimal life awaits.